Oh my goodness. Okay, sorry. I I, I want to post like little clips here and there. Okay, continue. Okay. Are we recording? We're recording. Okay. Oh, Hi. <laughs> okay. Edit this part out. No, why? <laughs> welcome. Oh my god. Again with your welcome. <laughs> Welcome. I know you hate it. I do hate okay, it. Okay, you start. No, um, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> After like two weeks. We back. We're yes. definitely back. And we have a guest. Hi. Our favorite. Brittany. <laughs> yeah. You know what I almost said? It's Brittany. <laughs> and, <laughs> we'll it's just Brittany. add it there. <laughs> we'll add it there with mm-hmm. the sound from the song. Um, yeah, so we're back. We had taken a little bit of a break. We actually had, Debraska and I were like talking about it. We actually had, uh, put up an episode that we took down. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. Um, and so if you've seen us missing in action, there's reasons behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. Um, we decided to take the episode down. I think we even mentioned it on that, on that episode specifically that we like to, um, speak, and whatever we say, we want it to come from a good place and not from a place where we're feeling some type of way or it comes from a place of pride or, yeah, or pettiness or whatever. Not to say that we were being petty, <laughs> but we definitely like hold each other accountable and we listen to episodes before they air. And then if we're cringing here and there, we just not, we don't air it or we take this case, we took it down. <laughs> we yeah. felt good. And then we were like, eh, I don't know, let's just take it down. Yeah. I think we felt good so. with the first part of it. And then towards the end, we were like, yeah. yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. And we're like, let's just, whatever. Let's just take it down. Maybe some of you have heard it. I'm sure people listen to it because it was up for like, what, like two, three days? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So, I mean, it was, was, I think it was was a great great episode episode. though. It was. Yeah. It was. was. It's more of like an internal thing. Mm -hmm. It's an internal battle. Yeah. Which we've talked about it. Having a podcast can be hard sometimes because we're our own worst critics. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes we kind of just like pick ourselves apart and we're like, yeah, I don't know how I like this or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, it's obviously better to just, if you're feeling some type of way about it, to just take it so down just, and, yeah. and move on from it. And so today's episode, we're actually going to do a um, an episode. It's a little loud, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. We're going to do an episode to recap the season, but also to end the season, because I think we are both realizing that we need a little bit of a break. Mm -hmm. So we're going to call this episode of finding solace and solitude, Mm -hmm. because we all need a little bit of solitude in our lives. And so we are obviously bringing Brit into this episode because I bring so much solace. <laughs> it's not to say that we're tired of each other. No, that's no. not the case. Guys, no. we're breaking up. No, <laughs> we're not today. breaking up. Just kidding. We're breaking bread, but not breaking up. No, definitely not. Um, no. I actually wanted to bring Brittany in too because her episode was the second most heard episode in the I whole know, season. I know. Still to this day. Still to this day, mm-hmm. it's like the most popular episode, and so. I thought, you know, it'd be great to have you on because the audio of that episode was not It was terrible. <laughs> but somehow it but, made such an impact. Yeah. And yeah. so I think we needed can't, to can't end judge, the season. Can't judge that season of when we started the podcast because no. look where we're at now. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, I think we've all been feeling this sense of like we've been doing and doing mm-hmm. and doing. Correct. Yes. And being very involved in community and stuff, which is great. But at the same time, it can also be a bad thing. Right. And so, Idolizing community. We've yeah. talked about it. And I mm-hmm. think how important it is to balance in everything we do. Um, you know, stepping into community is a big commitment. You yeah. Know? But I think so are other things in our life. And for me right now, I think we've uh, spoken about it at this point. It's like balancing community. And family mm-hmm. and yeah. friends and yeah. being very intentional about all of that, but not losing yourself in it. I mm-hmm. think that's where solitude comes in. And it, it's um, been discussed where it's isolation versus solitude and what the difference is, you know. And I think that's something I care to dive deep in with you guys because yeah. I think it all too often gets misconstrued into believing that you have to pull away entirely or it could be a bad thing if you spend too much time alone mm-hmm. um you know and we call it processing and we do that often you know mm-hmm. and i think that's a very important part of um growth is being able to know when you need to take time away and to process whatever you're going through um right. and i think when you are over committed you often are numbing yourself with community you know and, yeah. mm-hmm. and a good too much of a good thing can be a bad thing mm-hmm. and i think it's recognizing that and knowing when to step back and really sit with yourself 
and give yourself the opportunity to really put perspective on your values and where you want to be and how you're showing up. And if you're showing up for yourself, you yeah. know, and I think that's where solitude really comes into play. Yeah. Yeah, I think we we and we spoke about it in the episode that Nebraska wasn't on in the regards to the how can I best support you, mm-hmm. and we're so great at showing up for each other, but sometimes we forget to ask ourselves how can I best right. support myself. Yeah. yeah, that inner child that we spoke about. Yeah. how often do we really sit with ourselves and ask, hey, but how am I really feeling, and how do I support myself, and you know, even deeper, why do I feel this way, you know, really, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. How do we get to that point if we don't give ourselves the time to think about this thing? Right. You know, yeah. and I think in all of it, we can get really used to all the noise. Mm-hmm. And it gets really uncomfortable in the silence of our brains and mm-hmm. of our thoughts and of our feelings. And, you know, and we have to be really coherent about that and understand that. Yeah. It, it's so easy to be comfortable in the noise and mm-hmm. to be comfortable yeah. in the distractions and to be comfortable in like right. yeah like you said like the noise and not mm-hmm. having I've, that time I've heard for a lot of people mention it to me like you know they don't even like to do car rides in silence mm. yeah. and it's funny because I actually was passing her with another friend of ours and I looked over at her car and I'm like oh she's processing right now and I can assure you that there is no music on in her car and our friend our mutual friend goes it's interesting. I actually don't like car rides where there's silence. And in fact, if there's silence, there's something wrong. And I'm like, well, it's interesting because I feel like we need silence. And we we're do. so used to having a podcast on or mm-hmm. some sort of music or a YouTube video or now I've got to get home and I, I want to numb myself. So I'm going to go watch some TV. And I'm not saying any of that's wrong or bad. It's just thinking, you know. It's good to be in stillness. When are sit you in stillness? Exactly, when are you giving yourself the opportunity to sit with yourself, yeah. you mm-hmm. know? That a distraction. I think mm-hmm. that's so important. I think it's super important. And I think a lot of us avoid that. Yeah. And right. even though we know that we need to, we avoid mm-hmm. it. And a lot of people avoid it for years and years exactly. and years and years. And then it can also, if we dig in a little deeper, it, if there's like a wound, a wound that you haven't healed, right. you just continue leaving like that like wound open and you fill it up with distractions, but it's, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and you're just bleeding and bleeding and bleeding. So right. I do think stillness is needed. I'm yeah. not saying, obviously it's not to say that distractions are bad. Obviously it depends what kind of distraction, but it's having that balance of being in tune with ourselves, but also knowing that we need to take a step back and, you know, have our moment. And I think, well, we, Andrea, well, I think we've talked about this, that being in solitude, I think for me, it's, it's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> I love it, but a lot of people don't don't find comfort in that. So I I don't know how we could um what could we say to those people that don't know how to navigate so that? So I personally was that person for years. So how did you learn to and navigate I think, that? I think it was the codependency that I had in my relationship that mm-hmm. didn't allow me to feel comfortable being alone. Being alone and okay. I've I feel like I mentioned that, you know, it was in the solitude of not being in a relationship that gave me the space to one, understand who I was, but two, how I wanted to spend time with myself and recognizing like that there were things I actually enjoyed and I could do by myself gave me so much power in in not having to depend on anybody or to be disappointed in anybody when they didn't show up because I was going to still show up for me. Um, And I say all that to do like, you know, an example of that would be I love to go to the beach and for years I wouldn't go because I was waiting for somebody. Right. Mm. And now that's like something I do in like, that's my recharge moment, yeah. you know, and I'll go by myself and I love that. But it's again, it's spending time, intentional time with myself. Yeah. And in all of that, it's like this lesson to be patient and kind of figure out who you are, what you yeah. like, yep. how to be by yourself, how to enjoy your own company, you know? Mm. And, um, and it's it's <laughs> it's her dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also think that from a Christian perspective, we get so used to um, like, especially when we are talking about like our prayer life and stuff, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. we get to a point where we are constantly in prayer mode, but we don't take the time to actually sit in silence and listen to what God has to I say. I was just talking about that today. This yeah. is awesome. <laughs> and so sometimes it's so important yeah. to realize that like we can't just be the ones that are constantly mm-hmm. talking and filling mm-hmm. up that space mm-hmm. with like TV and music and podcasts and all this stuff, because then we're, we're distorting everything and we're not allowing ourselves to actually hear for what God is trying to tell us. Right. Yeah. So it's not just a matter of like being 
good with being by yourself to mm -hmm. find yourself, but it's also to allow God to speak to you mm -hmm. and to actually find a better relationship with God one-on-one -on -one in yeah. solitude, not just in community. Like community is great, but at the same time, it's like, when do you actually step back and actually pay attention to what God is trying to tell you in regards to like, maybe, maybe the community that you're surrounding yourself with is no longer fulfilling you. And you're just kind of like, Oh, I'm just here because that's what we're meant to do. And I'm just like, right. I'm used to you're it. Just I'm just going with the motions with it, and of you're it. going with the flow. And it's like, yeah. sometimes you have to quit that flow and actually pull back and be like, okay, God, where are you taking me next? But you mm -hmm. can't do that if you're not in solitude with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think for me, that's been like the most important part in I, all of this. I think with that, with what you said that we tend to pray and pray and pray and do, do, do community, community. And, and it gets up for a season. It may serve you and it may be the most, like the most meaningful thing and the thing that you need the most. But I think we end up getting, because we're, we're humans and right. we get comfortable with new things that we start until it's no longer new. And then we want to do the next new thing. Right. And I feel like even with praying, um, sometimes we tend to treat God like a genie in a bottle yes. and then we're like, God, this, um, I'm asking you for this and show me this and this and do this for me. And it's like, no, sometimes we just need to sit in stillness and just just be and mm -hmm. listen. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's when God will speak to us the most, when we're just not even asking for anything, but where we're just like, all right, God, like I'm, I'm open, like just speak to me. And that's when our, he when our ears are more sensitive to hearing and our eyes are more sensitive to seeing what he's actually doing in our lives. But Absolutely. I think that also is connected to being in stillness. I think community for me, it served me so much in a season of my life. But I honestly, personally, I got to a point where I was like, okay, I think I need to like step back a little bit mm -hmm. and and sit in stillness because mm -hmm. then I was, it got to a point where I was already distracted because I was already still, like I was already going out and like it was already serving me and I was in a better season of my life. So I feel like life is just seasons. Like yeah. you're in a mm -hmm. season where it serves you and then you're in another season where you get comfortable with it. So you want to do something else to continue on growing, you know, spiritually yeah. and in all aspects too. So, yeah. 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 It's interesting. I don't know why, but that made me think of what he, uh, Pastor Richard said about, mm -hmm. you know, you can show up in certain situations. It's just knowing when to be silent, mm -hmm. you know? And exactly. I think it's, you know, when we see it, say solitude, I don't necessarily mean like just don't hang around anybody, just be by yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. I think there's also a processing you can do mm -hmm. in silence with people around, you know? I think you can be very intentional not to be reactive. You can be very intentional with yourself and like process, you know, within yourself. And I think there's power in that power and, and, and really being able to own your space and, and still walk alongside people. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to make it a, like a huge thing. You know, you can just have discernment and know who you want to give your energy to and who you don't and yeah. be very mindful mm -hmm. of that. And it kind of comes back to your three twelve and 5,000, you know, and yeah. it, just knowing who your people are and, who is going to like fill you and honor you and fill you back up. And knowing that is very um, helpful because yeah. it comes back to how to find solitude and community. And I think that's mm -hmm. a real thing too, right. you know? Um, Absolutely. It's right. a, it's a give and receive type yeah. of thing. It's, it's your, you can be a giving person, you can give, 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 but if your cup is empty, you need to receive. So I think it's, it also has to do with who you surround yourself with. So mm -hmm. it's a matter of, it's not isolating yourself because no. it's like, it's what you said. It's not a matter of being alone and let me isolate myself. It's not that it's more fun, finding solitude and being in tune with yourself and knowing like meeting yourself where you're at. Right. You well, know, you know, you said, sorry, Yeah. you said in, in giving, and I love that because I mm -hmm. think all too often we have to really sit with ourselves to mm -hmm. understand why we give. Yeah. And our reason behind giving and being very firm about what that is looks like, because I think um, we can get really in it and we can start giving and giving and giving to a, a deficit. You're right. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then it starts to feel draining. But that's when we have to really that's where that balance comes, where we have to pull back at a certain point and realize, OK, I'm giving to this person or in this way because I want to with a pure heart without an intention of being receiving it back or whatever that looks like. But I think you have to take that space too and really sit with that. Why? And I always mm -hmm. ask. I'm like, but why? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like that child. Like, well, why? Mm -hmm. You know, really sit with yourself and then wonder and ask this question to yourself till you get to the root of your reason, you yeah. know? And I think your to, to, to get to that, and then that's in all things life, yeah. you know? The why is so important. It's but, so important. Mm -hmm. But to get there, you have the answer. But to get to that answer, you have to take that space. You yeah. have to navigate within Absolutely. yourself. Exactly. And I think a lot of mm -hmm. us get so uncomfortable with that that we're like, well, but... What do you think? And what's your what's your opinion on it? Or and what should know? I do? And like yeah. and like if if it's really going to be like set in stone if you say it to me, 
Mm. And I think we're all looking for that answer, but really the problem or not the problem, the, the solution is it's in us. We just don't sit with it. We have the answer and we don't want to acknowledge the answer. And we all have different answers because it's all different perspectives. Mm -hmm. So what you might ask, you might ask me for like advice and I may tell you what I, what would work for me. It doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. The reality too is that in all of that, like, so you, if, if, for example, if you're asking for everybody's opinion, then you're not actually giving room to the Holy Spirit to tell you what it is that you need to do because you're listening but to it's, everybody it, else's opinion. And the answer opinion. is only yours. It's exactly. for you. It's not going to be for me. It's not a conference call no. at the end of the Mm-mm. day. Like it's a, it's a, let me actually be, I think one of the things that we need to learn, and it's a conversation that we had with Greg in the episode that we recorded with him mm-hmm. was the fact that like, isolation you pull away from everybody you think that you can do life by yourself and it can actually put you in a pit of depression because then you feel like you're by yourself nobody understands you you're alone like you're in your thing by yourself but then solitude you're actually being intentional with the time that you're spending by yourself it's Mm -hmm. not that you're spending time by yourself it's that you're actually putting into action something whether it's journaling whether it's helping you personally that it's helping you personally to maybe Mm -hmm. process things that you're going through process like things that you haven't healed from like he said a quote yesterday that I absolutely loved and it was um if you can't feel it then you can't heal it right. but sometimes we put ourselves in community and in certain places so that we don't actually have to feel what we're going through mm-hmm. but then if you don't feel it you can't actually heal it right and so like it's one of the things that Britt and I had been talking about because obviously my aunt passed away in the in the last month and um I've been so busy with birthdays and so many things going on that I've actually haven't given myself the time to actually sit in, in not in isolation and solitude right. to feel it and to heal it and to process it. And so I think that that's one of the biggest problems or when you go through like a situation that you're just like asking for everybody's opinion and it's like, no, like let me actually sit by myself with it and pray to God about it and see what he has to say besides like me listening to everybody's opinion, which can be, good and bad and bad at the same yes, time yes. but it's like in solitude is when you find out and right. we don't really take the time to do that we don't yeah. really take the time to even go to god first yeah then other people yeah i think that's it's actually hard to do that yeah mm-hmm. instead why is it not easy to yep. just be like let me talk to god about it first and then let me talk to whoever i need to talk to yep we do all of those things backwards. Yeah, right? we do. Because we want it. We want it like we want an immediate answer. We just want it now. We mm-hmm. want everything now. Like, what should I do? Okay, I'm gonna do that. All right, Britt told me this. Andrea, what should I do? And it's like right. we're looking for a tangible. Yeah, answer. Mm-hmm. and then when we get different opinions, it's it's so confusing because then you're like, but that's not me. Like right. that's not what I would do. Right, and, and it's it, not necessarily and it, and it creates wrong. that double mindedness that mm-hmm. we all talk about. That's not helpful. You no. know, and, and having too many opinions can mm-hmm. just blur the lines even further for you. Yep. Yeah, and in, in isolation versus solitude i think the biggest differentiation between the two is your mindset right i think in isolation you're like fed up you're like i no one i can't trust anyone it's, right. it's not nothing that was working out right you know com- mm-hmm. in the community it's just it's getting too chaotic if you know yeah and you pull out out of like in a frustration you mm-hmm. know whereas solitude like you said it's like a decision right yeah it's like I feel in my heart that I really need to take the time to, like you gave an example, go journal, get closer to God, right. um, like lean into my family. I feel like these are these are very intentional things that you're doing for the outcome of intentionality a better, is a yeah, key word. That's that's mm-hmm. the key word and mm-hmm. all of it. Absolutely, yeah. it and takes intentionality to do all of these things. Right. It's not a natural flow. No, no. And until like, it becomes and natural. like you said, why don't we go first to God? Well, because it hasn't become intentional. You have to be very intentional about mm-hmm. that and to become a it's pattern. A discipline. You know, it's a discipline. Yes. Like everything. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it uh, it's one of the so James has been my book in the last few months since like September, like the book of James mm-hmm. in the Bible, and I'm actually reading a book from from um, John Bevere, and it's called Drawing Near to God, mm-hmm. and like the the Bible verse that it opens up with um, is James four eight that says, "Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you." And I think sometimes we forget that He just wants a relationship with us, and yeah, it's in solitude right. that we'll find that relationship with Him, right. because again, we're not being like distracted by the mm-hmm. noise of all the other people that have been around us and so I think um and I've spoken to you girls about it like in this season I'm finding myself in like a place where I'm surrounded by people but I'm almost feeling like 
alone again. And it's not really that I'm feeling alone, but it's almost like it's not feeling like it's fulfilling anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, what is wrong that I'm feeling this way, that I'm surrounded by like all this community and all these people, but I'm no longer feeling like it's fulfilling. And it's like, it's an inner battle with myself. You're outgrowing. It's the last, the previous season. Right. I'm outgrowing the previous season and Mm -hmm. there's like shifts that I feel that are happening, Yeah, but I can't actually sit with that and process it and move into that next season and the next like um and I don't want to say like next friendships or whatever but I can't move into something else if I'm still doing the same things that I was doing before of course and so if I don't pull back and actually sit with God and ask him like okay where are you taking next like who am I supposed to spend time with now who am I actually supposed to like be like pouring into and who's supposed to pour into me I'm not going to be able to actually get to that point because I'm still stuck in the same cycle as before right and I think that that's so important when you start to feel like certain groups and certain things and certain people and certain places that you visit are no longer fulfilling it's it's time for the next step you know yeah sorry go ahead I thought you were and you were gonna say something um I think that um we tend to feel bad when we are still in the same I don't well I guess in the same you know in the previous season all of these things were fulfilling but then when they no longer fulfill us we're like what is wrong Mm -hmm. I did something what's going on and in reality you didn't do anything wrong you're just growing and evolving and you've outgrown some things and you just want to move into the next but for me, I've experienced that, and then I, I start feeling bad, and, and I'm like, "Why are you feeling bad?" Yeah, yeah but it's, it's you. You're like, "Oh no!" Yeah, like what? Are, am I Either that, something? or you feel bad because you feel like, like I don't. I know for me, I feel bad because I'm like, I don't want my friends to think that I just don't want to hang out with them right. anymore. Yeah, and so it's that thing of like, I like, and I've had the conversation yeah. with Britt multiple times, and I tell her, I'm like, just because I want other kinds of friendships right now, where they're going to be pouring into me because I feel in a like different I need way, it right in now. A different way. And I yeah. feel like I need to get under people and be mentored by people and be led by people doesn't mean that I don't want to hang out with you anymore that doesn't mean that I don't want to like be with you or that I don't feel like you're my friend anymore like you're still my friend you're a pillar in my life but it just means that I actually right now need you're looking for something different yes need something different right and it it goes back to like even our pastor always says like if you've no okay never mind I'm not gonna say that (laughs) what I'm saying what you said the other day and you had said something about feeling distant from God and it was interesting because it reminded me <clears throat> what he said. If you feel distant from God, it's not because God moved It's because you moved. Yeah. It's because you moved. And, you it's moved. Like, and it kind of circles back to what we were saying. It's like being in solitude, you have to sit with yourself. And in sitting with yourself, you're more likely to then feel closer to God. And if you feel, Absolutely. If you feel this distance with him, it's yeah. often because you've been too distracted mm-hmm. by everything, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. I think that's why it's equally as important, not just for your self-fulfillment, but for your, I mean obviously fulfills you in a different way yeah and and that's the thing that's the thing with this podcast like I feel like it's it's been great and I like one of the things that I have loved in this season it's that it's opened up an opportunity for Nebraska and I to meet people that normally we would not sit and have a conversation with Mm -hmm. and I think one of them was our friend Renzo that he ended up making ceviche for us and like we see him at church all the time but it's like we never really take the time and the intentionality to like sit with him and have a conversation right Mm because we're either coming and going or we're in different groups and so it's really hard and so it's like one of those things that I I felt right now in in the last two weeks was okay yeah we do need a season break because we do need that time to rest that time to like have that solid two time with God and recharge and actually be able to see and have him speak in regards to what the new season for the podcast is going to look like who the new people that we're going to interview for Mm -hmm. are going to look like and stuff and so like one of the bible verses that came to my mind was mark 6 31 through 32 because Mm -hmm. it talks about eating too and it's like the breaking bread podcast and it says because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat jesus said to his disciples come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest Mm -hmm. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. And so like the thing that that catches my attention is the fact that um, and he's talking about how so many people are coming and going. Right. And so it's like it's one of those things where it's mm-hmm. like we're meeting people and they're coming and they're going and we're getting people that are like are staying for a season and are also leaving for a season. That's life. Yeah. That's life. And then they, but they don't even have a chance to eat because we're just like in the flow of things. And so like, he's like, he, like Jesus said to his disciples, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. And so I was like, I feel like that's what God is speaking to me right now. It's like, okay, I need to pull back 
not just have these conversations on like the podcasts and stuff, but actually really be intentional with the time that I spend with God and yeah. like where, like give to give me the vision of where this should go in the next season. I well, love that you opened up with that. That mm-hmm. I, and I think I don't know if we've talked about it, but I've been feeling the same way in the sense that I'm, I'm being surrounded by all these people, and yet I'm still feeling the sense of like, well, I don't, I can't connect. But mm-hmm. it's because I feel like I'm disconnected with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's hard because it's like, oh, is it me? You know, and it's the disconnect within myself that's like flowing over into family, to friends, into this community that I want to keep filling into, but I'm feeling depleted. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. and it's recognizing, okay, well, what do we do here? What's the solution? You know, and I think we're very much a community that wants to find solutions. So the solution is solitude, right? That's mm-hmm. what we're really stating here. Yeah. yeah, there's actually a verse. I'm going to pick it back of what you guys said. It's Matthew 6, 6 that says, but you, when you pray, go into your inner room, mm-hmm. close your door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So pretty mm-hmm. much it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's exactly, you alone. To, yeah. Yeah. You alone with God. It's, I used to call it growing up the quiet time. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to have quiet time. But yeah, it's, it really is a, an alone time, a quiet time where you can still be in community. You can still be pouring into other people, but you need to seek God first so that he can fill your cup. And then you can, you know, give, give what you're receiving to other people. So I feel like when it, when right. it's backwards, right. that's when we start feeling the way that we've been feeling. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're pouring you know? out of an empty cup. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. it's not a matter of like, Oh, so-and-so. And there's, you know, it's not a matter of people or the people that we've been surrounding ourselves with, but more so of like, from like an inner thing. Like for yeah. me, I've been nonstop. Like I've been nonstop. <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons why we also yeah. didn't have a podcast episode last yeah. week. You were at a bachelorette. I was and- at a bachelorette, not in Miami. I was in Austin. Um, and anyway, like just a lot of events have been happening, which yeah. ha- have been super fun and amazing. But you you get to a point where for me, I get to a point that, I, that I'm self-aware that I'm, I've been distracted a lot. Right. But I'm like, I think I'm shifting. I'm moving a little bit. Like I, I'm, I need to come back to my, my stillness mode, mm-hmm. you know? So that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not a, like a people thing of like, oh, I need to like not hang out with anybody. But it's more so like balancing the two. Right. And, and you know, prioritizing what needs to be prioritized. So, Yeah. Yeah, I think um, so. There's actually a, something that John Bevere says in the book that I'm reading that I really loved. And again, I, I always like to bring it back to like appetite, hunger, and food <laughs> because that, yes. I feel like that's my thing. Because you cook, because I cook, and you're and, so good. At and it. I think one of the things that I keep telling people. So I, I recently I have been putting myself in a place where I'm getting kind of like mentorship from other people and stuff mm-hmm. that I you know, kind of look up to and that I can, that I know that can speak, um, into like the current season that I'm in based mm-hmm. on what they have been through and that they've kind of gone through the same things that I'm going through. And it's like, okay, now they're on the other side. So how do I get to that other side? Right. Yeah, yeah. And so like one of the things that I said was I have been feeling, um, like I'm craving just a lot of this, like wanting to get deep into scripture and my Bible and just mm-hmm. like, and so it was funny because I had a friend from church she's an older woman that i also look up to a lot she Mm -hmm. actually got me a subscription to like a year of like theological like like theos which is like theological based courses Mm -hmm. and so i've been like man i've been so busy that i haven't been able to actually dive deep into it so i started diving deep into it like last week and um one of the things that john bevere says in his book is we will hunger for what we feed on what appetites and cravings are we going to develop and i really liked when he said that but because it's like you're going to hung like you're going you're going to be hungry for what you're actually eating. So if you're eating junk food, you're going to be craving it even more. Right. But if you're eating healthy food, that's where you're going to start craving more. Mm-hmm. And so it talks about like that's so your true. own discipline with your appetite and your cravings. Mm-hmm. It's like I want to be feeding on something that's healthy for me, which yeah. right now I'm feeling that the hunger is for scripture. The hunger is for things that are going to fulfill me. And it's not on all of these things of like just keeping myself busy so that I'm not actually thinking about the things that I should be thinking about. And so I think that that's where I'm at in regards to like, I need to build a discipline and the discipline is to eat healthy stuff and to eat healthy stuff is to eat the word of God. Right. And like have that actually Mm. satisfy and nourish my body and my soul. What would you call a season that you're in? Mm. oh gosh because last season was becoming it was becoming is it Um, still becoming i don't think it would be i don't think it's still becoming actually Mm -mm. no i'd have to think about it and get back to you probably by the end of this uh 
this episode, yeah. I'll probably have a, like a, a, a name for it, but yeah. it's been five months. I know it's crazy. Right. <laughs> One more month to think about it. Yeah. Half Cause it's year. six every season. What is it? Every, every three months is a season, at least here in the United every States. Three months. Cause we have four seasons. So yeah, every mm-hmm. three months we have a season. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I feel like I'm past the becoming. I feel like I finally have found my voice, mm-hmm. but it's almost like that, that, okay, now I have to be spiritually disciplined, but mm. there has to be a title for it. And I don't know what it would be. Okay. What about you That's girls? interesting. Oh gosh, I have no idea. <laughs> I feel I've like Brittany just gave me like that. the death stare. <laughs> like she was like, why are you putting me on the I spot like that? Like put on the spot. Oh my gosh. You know, um, I don't know, but I tend, I, I compare my previous season to now mm-hmm. and I was just thinking about this. I'm like, how twisted is it that we have to be in a desperate situation mm-hmm. or in a depression mode or something where we where we really feel lonely or right. where we've been very, like for me, I, I isolated myself for a bit and all those things because I was in my low season, mm-hmm. that that's when I was clinging on to God the most. That mm-hmm. I'm like, stripped God, away. Yeah. yeah and everything was, has to be pulled away from you for you to feel so And it raw was the most yeah. beautiful thing yeah. in my entire life. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And I told you this. I think yeah. I told I was like, I have kind of felt far, but it's almost like because I'm I don't feel broken hearted. Right. Yeah. So outgrowing that, obviously, because I'm on the I'm and on now the other finding side. another way to connect. Another outgrowing way to, right. that made me feel so bad. Yes. Because I'm like, I, I don't agree. feel that desperate anymore. <laughs> so it's like I was actually talking to a friend about that today that I'm like, it's like going to the gym. Yeah. You know, you have a goal and you're out of shape, and then once you're in shape. You're like, all right, I just, I can keep going to the gym, but you, you start building, like you have this different type of confidence where you're like, I'm fit. I, 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 I reached my goal, but it's a matter of like, you continue like to keep going to the gym, to mm-hmm. keep the muscles up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how yeah. spiritual walk is that. So I always think about them like, man, I outgrew that because I'm in such a good place. And now mm-hmm. obviously I'm in grateful mode, but it's just different. It's yeah. not a desperate no, mode. You receive thing. differently. And I think And you receive different and the community, like I said, right. I was leaning into community. Everything was just like cause everything was stripped away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now it's more so of like, okay, like now I'm able to give to other people, but now I need to receive in it's a different the mindset way. again. You're in a different mindset. Different mm-hmm. mindset. And yeah. I was like, I've outgrown that. I don't yeah. want to outgrow that because it was such a beautiful season, yeah. you know? So it's twisted that we have to like, you know, hit, hit rock, rock bottom, bottom yeah. to experience God in such an amazing way mm-hmm. because our senses are so sensitive to hearing, to seeing, not that it wouldn't be, not that we can't do that anymore mm-hmm. or that we could, that we could not hear from him the way that we've heard from him when we hit rock bottom, but it's so different. Mm-hmm. It's still so different. Yeah. It, it just goes yeah. back to like, you have to hit rock bottom to find who your yeah. rock is at the bottom. Yes. Right? Like, and oh, he, he act- I love well, that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could take the credit for that, but right? our pastor actually said that yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, I remember. But I remember. yeah, but it's true. Like, that's exactly what needs to happen. Yeah. And so one of, one of the things I was mm-hmm. telling Britt, I'm like, it's crazy I, that I know that I'm craving that place of solitude right now with God when I realize that I walk into church and I'm like, I wish I didn't know anybody at church. Like I wish I could go back to the beginning stages of church where nobody knew who I was. And I, w- I would walk in as brokenhearted as I was, but it was like that rawness. Would I have really a song for this episode. Do you? And, oh my Take gosh. me back by Maverick city. Oh, I love that song. That's actually a great, take me back. That's a and great he song. talks about, he remembers when he was going through yes. it and Yes. He keeps like asking God, like, take me back, take yeah. me back to my first love. Cause yeah. it's like a first yes. love. It is. And it's just it so is. simple. And it's kind of what we were talking yeah. about earlier. It's like that simple, wholehearted, trustful love that you have. Yeah. And it's because yeah. everything has been stripped away and it's just nothing left, but like, and you're new to everything. And yes. you don't know anybody. Yeah. And you just, yes. just want to receive and yeah. you're just there. So you're open, hungry. You're hungry yeah. for it. And I think what you're saying is just like, it was a very like, you and him. Yeah. It was, really it was just me nothing else. You know? Where I could no literally, I could literally walk in and just cry my eyeballs yeah. out and That's nobody I knew who no I was. No, no eyes were on you. No. And, and it was nice because you really could just walk in, have your moment, really receive, and then, and then truly, walk out and leave. And we'd walk out and then we'd process in the car, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've been craving that. So it's funny because for Easter Sunday, I actually visited the church that my parents are going to mm-hmm. and it's fully in Spanish, which I mean, obviously I like understand and speak Spanish, but like it's been a really long time since I've actually been to a Spanish church. It's different. And it hits it's so, so different. different. Yeah. And like, yeah, obviously yeah. my aunt had just passed away and it was like the, the resurrection Sunday right after she had passed away. And so 
my cousins who hadn't been to church were all going to church like that same day. Like some of them were at Calvary. The other, like one mm-hmm. my other cousin was with us. And it was just one of those moments where I was like, okay, I'm here with my family, but nobody else knows who I am. And I just like started crying my eyeballs yeah, no, out. No te da pena. No me da pena. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I was like, nobody knows who I am. And yeah. then like, of course, my cousin, like, you know, like he ended up doing an altar call type of thing. And so I cried even worse. And I was like, oh my gosh, I miss these days when I would walk into the church that I go to and nobody knew who I was. But you know what's beautiful? Mm. Um, because we wish, we want those things. Like It's like backwards. Like We wanted the opposite when mm-hmm. we started going to church. And like we yes. wanted to meet like people that would build us up and we're there now. Yeah. But right. you know what's beautiful too? That now, you know, seasons come and go. The day that we're in a valley again, because it's going to happen, yeah. it will happen. We're going to have people that will pray for us and Absolutely. will pray over us and will support us. So it's like, right. there's like a pros and cons. Yeah. Cause you did that for me when I went through and it I, last, right. like the valley that I hit in yeah. freaking September. I'll never forget. I like, I got to a point where I, and all, we weren't my even knees, that close. No, my knees yeah. gave out and I was about to just like, I was bawling so hard and yeah. you just like picked me up, lifted me up and like started praying for me and I just lost it. Mm-hmm. And so it, there's comfort in knowing that you it's, do have it's community. Beautiful. Yeah. But it goes back to what Britt there's said. There's beauty in that, but there's also three, beauty you're 12 and you're 5,000 like I know that you're one of my threes and so Mm -hmm. it's like okay you know exactly what I'm going through you'll be able to pick me up and pray for me Mm -hmm. but I also just crave that one-on-one time with God and so that's why I'm like okay this is there's beauty in both in both scenarios beauty and not knowing anybody and beauty like being in community and I don't think I think this can easily get misconstrued too yeah we're not sitting here saying like community's bad oh no 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 to pull no it's the best thing and I think I think it can I mean really it's just like I think there's there's a place and time for it all and yeah. all we're saying is really it's just know that when you're pouring into community are you pouring into yourself are you pouring right, into your right, relationship right. with god mm-hmm. first right. you know and it, it just that old saying you can't fill you can't pour from an empty cup yeah. it's yeah. just being very uh, you know intentional with that mm-hmm. and understand mm-hmm. that about your your needs first and yeah. foremost and in a way we always go back to it's not selfish to care for yourself first mm-hmm. you know um, and I think there's been an example that he's given where you have to put your mask on first and, you know, and then an oxygen mask, you know, and it's like, and yes, then everybody you else. want, you want to lean into community, but you want to show up into community in your best form too, and you health, know? Yeah. And a healthy and then, way. And then healthy mindset and, mm-hmm. and not out of like desperate, like I need to isolate cause I can't take this anymore yeah. cause I can't fulfill these needs and this responsibility mm-hmm. of, cause you know, it is a lot of responsibility when you have a lot of people looking up to you and and for advice from you and and you're getting pulled in so many different directions it could start to feel like a lot yeah but it's not meant to and if you're in a healthy mindset and you're giving yourself that space it's not it's not a bad thing and it's a beautiful thing to be able to honor your needs so you can honor other people right well i think the most important part in all of this because i love that you actually said that that this can get misconstrued and like that we're not picking apart community we're not saying don't get into community community Mm -hmm. is important community is necessary what what, i think the best takeaway maybe from this episode is that i want people to realize is that there's an order to things and i think that solitude with god should come first Mm -hmm. and then it's community like it should never be the other way around because i think sometimes people do it where it's the opposite they're like let me get into community let me like pour myself into that and then when they burn out then they run to God. And it's like, no, 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 it's it's the opposite. Like right. you have to know your priorities. You have to know that first comes your solitude time with God and then it's your community. Right. So so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. You had me take a test today and I'm curious <laughs> oh. how that plays into the need for solitude. Do, mm-hmm. you, do you think certain people have um, a capacity that's a little bit higher and they can really just run and run, kind of like extrovert, introvert kind mm-hmm. of deal, right? that some people can just really continue to get fulfilled in community and that their solitude time doesn't necessarily look like you and I in solitude mm-hmm. time. You know, maybe our reading a book is them talking to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, there's just like, I think there's also that to take into consideration. consideration. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm curious how, um, how you, how do you think that plays into it? So I, so I'll, yeah. So we took the Meyer Briggs personality test, which if you've never heard of it, I think everybody should take it. It's the 16 personalities test. It's a free test. You can literally, this is a shameless plug and I think <laughs> I should be getting paid for this or actually sponsored by them. 16 personalities.com. Um, I think everybody should know what their personality yeah. is. And, um, we were talking about this cause we, all three of us here lean on the extroverted 
side, which somehow that changed for Brit because yes. <laughs> I feel like when you took the test months ago, you were more on the introverted yeah. side. But then again, I told you, I'm not surprised because it's also, it's almost like you've blossomed in a way where it's like your extroverted side has come out. Mm-hmm. But we came to find out that you and Nebraska are actually the same personality. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, and I was sense. like, oh, that makes sense. Out. <laughs> That's why I get along with both of you because you guys have the same personality. <laughs> so I'm already used to it. Meanwhile, I'm the campaigner. So I'm a little bit, I lean a little bit more on the extroverted, but I'm a mix of both i'm extroverted introverted so yeah i do mm-hmm. need a little bit of my alone time to recharge right. but i do think that like even for extroverts when especially when it comes to your relationship with god solitude with god is going to look the same for everybody it's literally you alone with god right. whether you're an extrovert mm-hmm. or an introvert right. so i don't think that that really has anything to do with your personality i think it has to do with your intentionality and to how you want your relationship with god to be Yes and no. I think yes, yeah, solitude is should be it, it is the same for everyone because you're spending one on one time with God. Right, but right. I do think that we hear from God differently right. and we oh, yeah. connect with God differently. For some people, worshiping is right. like a yes. must. Right. For me, journaling is a must. For some some people don't journal, but for me it's like that's my way of connecting, you know? Right. So I think there is different ways to connect spiritually. Yeah. with god mm-hmm. but definitely solitude is yeah solitude we need solitude we need one on one time it's like it, having a relationship with somebody yeah. you need to spend time with that person time and time again to get to know them yeah. you know but it's yeah. different I, i think yeah i think the way that you do it is different right. yeah but it's a one-on-one thing with god because mm-hmm. yeah like she well, said it'll always be one-on-one with god right. I, i don't doubt that i just was curious if you think it looks different for each individual and i think it does it oh, does yeah. it i does. agree and i think it does that's, that's like we're giving examples of what mm-hmm. works for us yeah. but yeah i think again it's like not everyone's gonna take that time and look the same you no, know no. and i think that's where we have to really just know ourselves well enough to understand that well our own mm-hmm. pastor said it that he put and that's what it, i was just he, thinking of he did the example with him and his wife and he said his wife leans more on the introverted side so she recharges by herself even though she loves people because obviously that's what she does but he's more on the extroverted side and he actually even said it and this is something he has said multiple, multiple times, times where yeah. he says i actually invite people over to my house to actually fall asleep because i get recharged the by the people yeah. and so like yeah but that's he, i feel like that he's talking about the way he goes about it with like the people but i'm sure that he does have his alone time with god and how whatever way that right. looks like but it's a one-on-one thing with god right. so it just it depends on you and it depends on your personality it depends on your sure. type of one-on-one yeah yeah for it depends sure. on your one-on-one yeah like for me i, I like yeah what debraska said worship for me is a huge thing mm-hmm, like in mm-hmm. order for me to be like having that moment of solitude with God, I need to have worship time. But I think that that also comes from my creative mindset. Like mm-hmm. I need to have something that stimulates my brain, mm-hmm. which is through music or mm-hmm. through drawing or through like coloring yeah. or whatever it right. is. And like, whether I'm like hearing from God, I'm writing it down as I'm hearing whatever it is that he's like speaking to me. So it's, it, it's different because I'm a creative, so mm-hmm. I'll express it in a different way. Yeah. Right? But like yeah. somebody that's not a creative might not express it that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's just Very different. different, which is why it's so complex. The, the whole thing of like, Oh, um, if you, if you pursue God and you follow God, this is what you're, you're going to experience exactly everything no. that I've experienced. And every story is so different, mm-hmm. which is why it's so complex. And it's so like, you know, it's like we all go through, we may go through the same thing, right? the same valley, but it's so different yeah. for each of us, which is like the beauty of that, that God is so specific. Ways yeah. in the details. With each, yeah. It's so yeah. wild to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So, that. yeah, it's pretty mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think the other Bible verse that I love, and I th- I've spoken about it before mm-hmm. when we spoke about like the mental health episode is, uh, on Elijah and it's when it's first Kings 19, it's mm-hmm. a few Bible verses, but, um, it talks about how Elijah went into a cave and spent the night and the word of the Lord came to him and it was in a gentle whisper. Ah, uh, yeah. And so like, it, like every time I read that Bible verse, it, like the gentle whisper to me, like speaks so loudly because I'm like, if you're so distracted by noise. You can't hear you the whisper, hear the whisper mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and that's what so many of us do. We're mm-hmm. just so distracted by all the noise that we're like, even our phones, like social media. I'm actually on a social media fast that I started. So okay. if you girls send me stuff, I'm not going to no see wonder. it. No wonder. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> because, because that's like, a, that's a hard thing. Like but it, social it, media becomes again, a noise. It's a distraction for it, you, but it may not be a distraction for Brit. You right. know, so it's like so different for everyone. Right. You know? 
Right. So you, we can't just be like fast on social media. So you can hear from God. It's no, like no. it's it's the, no. it's the and that's why perspectives are just that you no. know not one yeah. shoe does not fit all and you no. know right and right. and you really have to under like you get back to your root of you and understand that you have the answer and like yeah for her it's I need to disconnect from social media for me. I don't know. It would be, I need to be more intentional about being outside and going for a walk. Yeah. 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 That's where I feel closest, you know, to myself Mm -hmm. and to God. And I think it's just, everybody has their way. And I think it's important to really get to that point of knowing yourself well enough to know what your way is. Um, so you can recharge. We talk about it. We, we call it recharging often. And we're about to go do that now. We're about to go <laughs> in like for, two weeks. We're about to go spend an entire week recharging. Yeah. <laughs> and for you, that means reading your Bible. And for me, that means walks on the beach. Yeah. I always tell you, like, I feel closest to God on the water, you know. Yeah. And, me too. <laughs> and yeah. And so it's just everyone has different ways. Yeah. And it looks so different. And, right. You know, and we're going as a group. But. Everybody gets their alone time. Everybody gets their alone time. I think that's the beauty in it, too. I think. Yeah. There is, it's very much a recharge moment for every individual as we are there together. Right. You know? But um, I do think that solitude, which me and Andrew were talking about that earlier today, um, taking that one one time with God aside, the mm-hmm, solitude right, in itself, right. I think, is super important. I think we all need to know ourselves. At, like, we need to get to know ourselves, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when people struggle with being alone, that th- that means, I don't know, like, there's something that they need to, or that we need to figure out right. to be able to get to that point. Right. A lot of people cannot be alone for certain, because of X, Y, Z. They're avoiding something. Yeah. There, there's a, no, yeah, you're and, avoiding something. And that's where something. it comes back to you, really, and the reason that yeah. you, why? Why, right. why do you feel the need mm-hmm. to always be surrounded by people? Why? Yeah. What's why, the need? Why yeah, can't you be home you're alone numbing it, yeah. for a full day? It, right. Yeah. There's something. Or why do you need to be with somebody all the time? Like 24 seven. Like mm-hmm. what, what do you need that you can't, that you're not able to find that in yourself? So I think once we're, once we get to that point that we're like, I enjoy my own company, I take myself out on dates, I go I for brunch by myself. like wonderful to myself. Right. I think <laughs> I'm it, so romantic. I think myself. that's when you become a secure person. <laughs> yeah. You become this secure human being that you're yeah. like, wow, like I actually enjoy myself. I do. Yeah. And so when you yeah. do, it's like, and when you're with somebody else, it's like, wow, like I actually still enjoy myself and it's a privilege for you to enjoy my company. But, and, and it's a beautiful you know? place to right. come from because yeah. I mean, then moving forward into a relationship. You're not codependent. You're not, but like it's a beauty to have two and very independent people come together by choice because mm-hmm. now they're and that they're, they're both enjoy. They're, they're choosing solitude. themselves, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. out of that space, they're mm-hmm. choosing you. You know, yeah. not out of a desperate space or needing you or it, they want you. And there's such yeah. a different place to come from. But to again, need and to want are yes, two different things. Very different. One of the things that you yeah. said, and I'm going to challenge both of you a little oh, bit good. because you know mm-hmm. that you girls, I, I'm a little bit more of a challenger, but <laughs> you girls keep like you said something. Like you get to know yourself. But I think in those moments of solitude, but I think more than anything, and the most important fact is that you get to know God. And in right. order oh, to sure. get to know God, you get, you get to, to know, know yourself. yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's again, it's like the yeah. order of things right. like yeah. in solitude. It's not about getting to know yourself. It's about getting to know God. And in getting to know God is how you get to know yourself. Yeah. Right. And so like because when you get when you start diving deep into scripture and start uh diving deep into the word it's when you start to realize how god really views you how god really sees oh, yeah. you what god wants for you like the promises he has for your life and so that's how you really get to know yourself in a better yeah. way and it's in how god sees you and how god what god wants for your life and it's life. believing that Absolutely. trusting that but i what i was trying to say which thank you for saying that for clarifying that because yeah. i agree and yes but i also think that you also need to like, yeah, if you, once you get to know yourself, sometimes we, we're still codependent and sometimes Absolutely. we're still like, no, I can't, I can't go out by myself. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. You're still avoiding something. So it's being intentional with your alone time mm-hmm. in taking yourself out on dates and taking yourself right. out to do things, walks on the beach, like something so simple as going to a park and sitting there reading yeah. a book or the Bible or praying, but it's, it's you enjoying, enjoying your, your solitude, your time alone. enjoying mm-hmm. it and not having to like just do it because, oh, I'm spending one-on-one time with God because I have to, but I, I don't like being alone. Mm-hmm. There's a difference there because you're getting to know yourself by knowing God, but you're also, you can also be in a, in, you know, in a mentality where you can't, mm-hmm. you can't be, your, you can't be by yourself. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it goes together yeah. in a sense, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Absolutely. yeah. There's a lot of people that struggle with that, you yeah. know? No, I know. So. Um, what would you say your favorite episode of the season has been? <laughs> 
we talked about this <laughs> we did um it's okay. just one don't name three i know i remember i named like three um <laughs> you go first i have to think me yeah go first go first oh. i need to think <laughs> okay, it's so hard because i'm, I'm in, in between, between two, two. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know we're in sync <laughs> okay i'll say one two three um greg, greg and Brittany. <laughs> Greg would have been mine. Yeah. Greg, yeah. I'm sorry, I'll say too. Greg and the breakup, wow, the breakups that make us. Yes, yeah. And yes. for me, I okay. So I thought the breakups that make us were was actually one of my favorites, and I re-listened to it again, and I love that episode. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, but Greg's episode is definitely number one oh, for yeah. me. Yeah, but actually, Brit's is number two for me because I feel like, and it's not just because she's here, but I do think <laughs> that it's it's seeing how she expressed herself and her growth and everything. Yeah. And like just seeing that both of our, our um, journeys have been so paralleled together. Cause we both have had to go through like a lot of things together. Like, you know, I mean, I, I came into the church a few weeks before I invited her actually like pretty much showed up to her house to pull, to like pull her into my car and be like, we're going to church. You who don't have an option kind of thing. <laughs> Cause that's literally what I did to her, but we've been so paralleled in so many things. And, and so still I, are. I had to like listen to her episode again the other day. And I'm like, man, like the amount of growth, like somebody said something to me and she'll probably hear this episode, but, um, on Saturday and they said, you know, I, I always un- like wondered what your friendship with Brittany was like, because I felt like you guys, you girls were very different. But now I realize that she brings out her child, your childish side and your joyful side. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like she does bring that joyful. Let me just laugh at nothing kind of thing. Like <laughs> we laugh until we cry. That literally happened to us in the <laughs> car today as we dissected the lyrics to it's raining, it's pouring, which is you've never heard. You it's gotta a, laugh sometimes. It's, it's a laugh. it's a nursery um, song that you sing to to kids. And so, <laughs> I'm sorry, we we had a little intruder of a dog <laughs> right now. But um, our lives literally are full of joy because Brit has brought so much joy to my mm-hmm. life. And it's funny because when she said that, I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, I love being around Brit because she really brings out that joyful, like childish mm-hmm. side to me that can just laugh until we're crying and her abs hurt. <laughs> but it's it's crazy. And I tell Brit all the time that Brit has just come out in the last few months. Like that Brittany that has so much joy and so much life and so much happiness was not the Brit that I like had known for the last, you know, five years or whatever, like four years. And so in the last year, it's like your laugh has changed who you are has changed like ever. And so like, to me, that was my second episode and my like most favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you guys go way back. Yeah. Yeah, So you've seen seen it. it. So it's, it's, it hits different. It hits different. And so, yeah. So you, for you, it was Greg. (laughs) (laughs) And the break, break up. Because I feel like, um, why was it Greg's? I, because he's awesome. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Because he, he just, he, he spoke from a, um, his perspective is so interesting mm-hmm. from a, you know, from a man's point of view. And it's so, it's so refreshing to see, to hear someone that is open-minded, but also comes back to his values and to his core and to who he is mm-hmm. and to knowing what he wants. Like somebody that is very secure in themselves. Like I, I admire his confidence in who he is, mm-hmm. but also pointing out like the things that he struggled with and mm-hmm. his story in itself and how far he's come and where he's at now. And knowing. And I think it's because we know him personally mm-hmm. that I, that's why I loved it so much too. Cause I'm like, I've always in a way kind of looked up to him. Yeah. He's just such a good leader and the way he speaks, I don't know. It just spoke life over me. It spoke life into like the idea that I have in regards to dating and how he talked about dating and the, and you know how we are supposed to like make a list and like really point out the things that are important for us and how it's okay to point out the things that are important for us and to not settle. Yeah. I just, I admire that. I love that. So it encouraged me as a, person for sure you in the, into the dating world you should have heard him talking about his wife at her birthday it, it, on friday it's the way he speaks he's I was just like great. oh my gosh i was like yes i was like i want a man that will speak about me like that like on my birthday like yeah, yeah. it's like i look up to him in yeah. that sense yeah, yeah yeah i get it yeah I and it gives me it. hope i'm like there's yeah. good men out there <laughs> there are good men out there but like it's just knowing like you someone. always repeat that i always say that but uh, <laughs> yes you know and everyone it's loves a good happy ending and, and we all know that's how it the ends. thing and yeah. i think yes and i think that it's it like it wasn't just this I looked at her and then I was the one no, it, it was, was it was this, you know and there was a lot of like 
ups and downs along yeah. the way. Mm-hmm. And I think that is life. And I think that makes it just so much more relatable. The fact that he was open to it yeah. was what, you know, and yeah. I think I love his, his honesty with like, yeah. and then she said, yeah. you know, yeah. well, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I well, love that it, it's, because it's a typical story where he, it's almost like he was fighting yeah. what the inevitable that we all were seeing kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And it's like, we, everybody saw it and yet he was like, no, he was like, that's not it. And then like, and he even said it where he had to apologize to her like a few times because in the beginning he was like i'm not attracted to you like you're right. and like and then it's like that's what you it's end just up great. with it's just and great. so like the whole story is just it's a it's, great story yeah so i feel like and i was gonna ask you do you feel that you actually like that episode the most because it's it is a redemption story unlike all the other stories mm-hmm. that Absolutely. we're sharing where mm-hmm. are all in the in-between season right. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. You know, I didn't think of it that yeah. way, but yeah. Yes. And think, it makes me feel hopeful. It makes me, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I, I think like, we're, all, we're all in the in-between. So right. like, I want to see right. more. I want to see what the outcome is <laughs> yeah. after out of the in-between. Yeah. And you know what? That's not fair because he's still going to be an in-between. It's just, oh, look, yeah. it's going to look different than I mean, he's an in-between right now because he's about to become a dad and like, that's an in-between And that's a different season. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we're not parents. We're not there. Yeah. No, so it's like it, they're they're just at that next step, yes, and it yes. kind of comes back yeah. to that mentorship that we always see, exactly. Right? And we're getting it at in him mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, but well, this is the kind of couple we aim to be, and then these are the kind of parents we aim to be, right? And right now we all relate to each other because we're in our single season, exactly. But it's but nice we need to exactly. learn from those couples, but it's nice to have you know. And we want to we want to be mentors to the younger, but we also need to be able to be mentored, you know. Yeah. And and also like not so much well, yes, on the dating part, yes, but also the fact that he's so driven creatively. Oh yeah. I admire that so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very like, talented. he's creative and he does everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. just like, if you can do everything, that means I can do everything. <laughs> you know? I admire that. Yeah. I admire that. And, I admire and the, that. the beauty for me, I think, and, and I mean, I told him, I was like, I want you back on another episode just to talk about like the creativity and mm. stuff. Like, oh, to yeah. talk about faith, first of all, and to talk about the creativity too, because mm-hmm. one of the things that people don't know is that he is actually great at being in the spotlight because he's actually a worship leader and so like i mean a lot of people that go to church do know that but he's actually not in the spotlight in the field that he's in as his career he's actually Mm. behind the scenes a lot yeah and it's crazy because you would think that for a guy like him that could preach that could be like on the band like in the band and Mm -hmm. be a part of like the actual worship um he's an actor yeah like he could be all these things that's actually in the spotlight it's almost like God has really placed him in a place of being behind the outside scenes, the comfort zone, outside of the comfort zone of the spotlight, which, which is, like, is which is what's happening to us, too. Yeah. This is not my comfort zone. I and know. then here we are now kind of like getting comfortable into it. So yeah. it's like, what's what what's the next season going to bring? You yeah. know, what is this preparing us for? And it's, it's going to really be outside what, of a comfort zone for oh, sure. I know. I already know. Yeah. <laughs> so and again, and per the other episode that I was telling you about the I always keep forgetting the breakup that makes us the breakups that make us. Yeah. I think that was the one episode that I actually opened up a little bit more and I felt more comfortable in right. like speaking overall because I've always been very like self-aware or like it's it's it was like some sort of insecurity of like, oh, I, I don't like I don't use a microphone for anything. If anything, I'm always behind the scenes. Yeah. So it's kind of like a Greg thing that yeah. he's doing the opposite of what he's used to, I guess. Same thing for me. So I think I had, I just I really like that episode. And I think we just a lot of people listen to it, too. Yeah, and did. we just well, know, because we shared our perspective. Friendship breakups. Too. And yeah, and everybody you know, can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's things that we go through. So yeah. why not share it? You know? Yeah. So. What about you, Britt? Your favorite episode? Do you listen to our episodes? I do now? listen to <laughs> it. But I, I said Greg, but we already spoke on that. So, um, hmm. gosh, really? And it's probably just because, and it's not because, but I just loved the flow of it was between you, me, and Bex. And I, oh, think, yeah. and I think it's just like it really captures so much of our friendship, but it captures so much of how we have navigated and what like that growth has looked like for us. Mm -hmm. And I love to just listen to it because it really is like a beautiful thing that we have learned. And it kind of comes back to, it was like so many little lessons in it, you Mm -hmm. know? And I love that about our friendship is that we're constantly learning from one another. Mm -hmm. And in that one phrase, it's opened up so much, um, it's opened up so many conversations for us. It's opened up our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we were able to really dive into that mm-hmm. over the speak, like, you know, and, and, and like for me, this is out of my comfort zone as you very yeah. well know, uh, you see. Um, so this is, this is very much, um, stretching me. 
to um, so sorry. to you know to like speak and give voice to something that I I never thought I had anything to say about yeah and so for me this has like been a challenge so it's partly that that I love to hear that like okay here we are overcoming this fear but here we are that we have something so unique that we get to share with so many people yeah, yeah. um and so that was probably my favorite yeah. thus far yeah how can I best support you was a yeah. great episode I feel and I think that it it's opened up the conversation with other girls that are like man yeah. like you girls yeah. have a solid friendship yeah. within each other and mm-hmm. like I want to be a part of your friend group well, and, and then you saying that like it's kind of con- continued to be that so I think we always have talked about how you were an answered prayer for me and vice versa mm-hmm. and now there's these women like coming up to us both mm-hmm. seeing the friendship and the joy that we share amongst one another and mm-hmm. then saying you guys are people that I've like friends that I've prayed for. You guys are the kind of women I've prayed for and what a beautiful thing. But again, it's like, we want to show up in our best capacity. We want to be able to mentor these people. We want to be able to be able to be wise counsel. And to do that, we really need to make sure we're, coming from a very good place mm-hmm. and so how do we do that we have to be close to god solitude we have to be with solitude mm-hmm. you know we have to be mindful of all of it mm-hmm. and so that we're making sure that we're we are always you know leading gracefully mm-hmm. yeah yeah i love that yeah I love that you said that. I think this is a great episode, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really happy that this is the one that we're ending the season with. So. Yeah, yeah. No, um, and, and I'm proud of like how far we've come as well. I mean, I, I met Britt last year. I, well, we met each other, all of us here. We met last year. And I could definitely see like the shift in each of us, like mm-hmm. in a different, obviously in different, we're in different seasons, but we're also in this, it's weird. It's like we're aligned, yeah. but it's different seasons, but yeah. it's the same. Yeah. Like we need solitude type of thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like we need a rest, <laughs> yeah. but we're, yeah, we're in kind of similar um, seasons, but just to see the growth that we've comparing it to last year to now, we're in complete different, like. Yeah. Yeah. In a different space, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's just very different. And I'm and I'm really proud of that. Like we've come so far and I can I could definitely see. And I've had people tell us all the time, too, that they're like, oh, my God, you and Andrea. Oh, my God. Or like they even ask about you like Brit. And you, it, they do say that, that they pray for friends like us or like you mm-hmm. guys, how you, you guys obviously go way back. Mm-hmm. And I've also prayed for friends like that, that friends that like that are there for you no matter what. And that really, truly care for you. And I feel like, I don't know if it's hard to find that sisterhood. It is, right? It is. Kind of, yeah. It's very hard to find that sisterhood. I have guy friends and girlfriends as well. Right. So, yeah, it's it's nice to have that, like, genuine sisterhood where there's no, like, pettiness or, like, you know, there's no competition. And I feel like that tends to happen a lot. So to find that, it's like like a treasure. So when people look up to us like that, it's not to say that there's pressure in that, but if, if anything, it pushes me personally to continue on seeking, you know, yeah, and like right. you said, you want to be that wise counsel, but not because you have to, but because you want it, because yeah. you would want a friend like right. that, right. you yeah. know, in your life. So you want to be the friend that you want to have. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I think that that's yeah. part of the, the the thing with the whole podcast is like, we always want to make sure that what we're putting out is going yeah. to serve people in the right way, that mm-hmm. it's not coming from a bad place and stuff, which is what we've talked about. And like, I think sometimes we can recognize our own pride or yeah. our own ego, like getting in the way and stuff of, of certain episodes. And so it gets to that point where we hold each other accountable. Yeah. And I think that that's like the most important part in all of this. It's like recognizing that there is accountability within the the group, like of friends that we have and stuff and, and yeah. how important that is and stuff. And so, um, yeah, I think that, you know, this, this whole podcast thing has kind of evolved a lot. Like we, more than we expected. Yeah. It's been five months straight and yeah. I'm like, we're still consistent. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's crazy because we had this like plan of how we wanted the episodes mm-hmm. to be and mm-hmm. we kind they kind of just didn't fall that way. And mm-hmm. it just goes to show that sometimes like, we make plans and like, God's like, that's not how it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And you get thrown all these trials and all these things sometimes. And you're just kind of like, okay, we're going to have to figure it out as yeah. we go. But it's just putting our trust in our faith in God and, and like one foot in front of the other yeah. kind of thing where it's like, okay, you kind of have placed this project in front of us. We don't know what we're doing with it, but it's just going to kind of going. flow and you're just going to keep going and be consistent with it. And like, it's something great's going to come out of it. Yeah. And people ask all the time, how do you like, how do you come up with the topics or who do you, who, how do you know who to mm-hmm. invite and stuff? And we're just like, we don't plan anything. No, we don't. <laughs> These conversations are not like, 
re-recorded and we like it's all it just flows like we're just yeah. talking with a microphone on the table yeah. and that's it that's what we wanted we wanted conversations yeah. over dinner and stuff and so I think and it's, it's very spontaneous yeah. it's super spontaneous and i think that's that's amazing yeah. i mean not to say that planning is not bad i mean it's bad it's not yeah but, but sometimes conversations won't flow the same way if you right. plan them like yeah. it's just got to be a conversation so um we just want to be ourselves and yeah. just show up Vulnerable. as we are mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm so all that to say, Britt actually made us a great dinner tonight. So let's <laughs> shout did. her out. What did she make? Churrasco. Mm. We had leg day today. You like my so sexy one? Great protein. I do like it. Churrasco with, <laughs> with fries. fries. <laughs> and Caesar salad. Caesar salad. And chocolate chip cookies. Oh my gosh, you're so good. <laughs> you need to stop. Just stop. Make it stop. So it was a great meal yeah. to yeah. end the season with. Yeah. Um, so we also, because part of all of this has been learning as we go with recording, we learned that if we end an episode with a song we are running copyright issues possibly and we can get our channel shut down so that's why sometimes we don't hear a song at the end of the episode anymore Mm -hmm. because we don't want to run the risk so we actually started a playlist right yeah we did the breaking bread season one playlist Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where we're putting all of the songs from all of our episodes on spotify yeah from Mm -hmm. all of our episodes in there um but either way we're gonna just say the name that we want to end the episode with and you guys can youtube it i guess or spotify apple music it i know (laughs) oh that sucks i know it's called take me back by my maverick city did we agree on the song yeah we did i'm totally down for that song it's an amazing song yeah so when are we gonna be back (laughs) (laughs) it's been it's been such a busy month may is also going to be a busy month so i don't i i I don't want people to think that we're breaking up it's like what's up what's happening (laughs) nothing's happening things are like everything's great blessings are coming we just have trips coming up but so many yeah so many trips i have a wedding in may i was out of you know i just landed last night and we're here today so yeah it's been so let's just say maybe in like a month may 24th Right. Hold on. It's Hold a on. month. It's a month from today. I think that should be good enough time. Actually, yeah, May twenty fourth. Yeah, because you have the wedding May twenty first. Yeah. I'll be back. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so May twenty fourth, we'll yeah. be back. Perfect. And Perfect. it'll give us a, a a good month to find solace and solitude. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.